which states are ready to reopen in your mind and how soon? Well, I don't want to go. I want to leave the governors make that decision. We're watching very closely. If we see something happening bad that we think is wrong, we're going to come down very strong on that. Very, very strong. Very strong. Uh, the federal government has a lot to say. A lot we to have, say. We have a lot to say beyond Ooh, what ton, anyone understands. A ton to say. And we think, and, and I've gotten to know many of the governors, many Democrats, too. It's Republicans, and I knew the Republicans. I knew some of the Democrats, but I got to know a lot of them. I think it's going to be in the hands of a lot of good people. I think a lot of good people are, are looking at this, and they want to do what's right, Steve. Vice President is traveling soon. I think this is Colorado. Where are you going to Trump of Lies podcast? Well, I'm your host, DJ MTK, the Mixtape King, produced by West Coast Radio, sponsored by Watkins Bail Bonds. Today is Friday, April 17th, 2020. A lot to discuss since we last got on. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been sending us messages. The Truth Trump of Lies podcast. Now, you know, these past couple of days watching some of these press briefings, I haven't been super upset at him. And I don't get upset at Trump all the time. And, you know, I'll, I, you know I'm going to start this off on a positive note. We got a lot we can fucking go down. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, he I got to admit, he's a fucking hard worker. Like, my punk ass would be fucking still in bed and be like, fuck, I got to go up and do another fucking press conference. Damn it. So I got to give him that. However, however, there's a lot to discuss from our last um, podcast. I mean, this we want today we're going to review the stats, which are staggering. I just super upset. Super staggering. We're going to kind of go over um, the, the phases, these this three-stage phase that they have now implemented. Uh, that was on April 16th. That was yesterday's press conference. And on uh, April 15th, a uh, press conference, what they were really discussing was, they, they discussed a few things. That, you know, he didn't get in a lot of arguments these past couple of days. Um, and, you know, he was controlling the conversation. So uh, we're going to kind of, you know, dig in into a little bit, dig in a little bit deeper on that. Uh, we were talking about April 15th about approving the judges. Congress has been warned. Um, his name's on the checks. He had a, there was a really classic line there. I may play it for a soundbite for you guys. Because I don't know uh, too much about it because they asked him, like, hey, we heard that the checks got stalled uh, because your name was on it. He goes, oh, I don't, know. I don't know too much about that. But I'm sure everybody would be happy that my name's on it, you know. He always needs that pat on the fucking back, you feel me? He always needs that pat on the back. And that's the one thing that just gets under my skin. Um so um, he was talking about Pelosi too. And, you know, wh what I think is, and then he talked about um, who? World Health Organization. And there was something too that I discussed last time was about by, ten, this is not the time to discipline them and punish them. Out of all the times to do it, now is not the time to do that and halt them fun. So I really wanted to kind of get that out there too. On April 16th, they rolled out uh, the three-stage phase that they're going to do. And in order to reopen the economy and actually the country, I actually agreed with a lot of this. Now, there's been a lot of backlash behind the scenes about, well, you don't have enough adequate testing. That sounds fine, but we need all this. At least we have something set in place. If this was another country, a third world country, believe you me, we wouldn't have all of this already set in place. So there's something to be said about that. And I do appreciate that. Now, then he goes on a fucking Twitter fucking rampage, right? And this is where he always fucks himself over. He just can't help himself. He really just can't. He can't help himself. But before I kind of get into that, I want to talk about the job losses. There was, There's now, yesterday was reported 22 million total job losses. That's fucking crazy. We're into it. We're getting into it at depression. They did the roadmap for the next three to six months. This, I'm going to talk about the three-stage phase. So what they want to do is a 1 million tests per week. The governors are going to be in charge of their cities. 
uh, the CDC director came out and he talked about, number one, they need early case recognition. Number two, what they need to do is isolate. They need isolation. And this was Dr. Robert Redfield from the, C- the CDC director. And then number three is contact tracing. That's the three kind of three things they need to do. And then with this initial initial stage, they're going to have, you know, one phase, two phase, three phase. And basically, we're not going to have a huge like, let's, for example, today was Coachella weekend too. We were supposed to be there as a company. And you know, there's not going to be a Coachella. Okay, that, that, that just for everybody listening here and you fucking love going to concerts, believe me, we run an entertainment company. We, we're all about it. But just get that shit right out of your mind. First step is going to be like 10 people, people more testing. Um, 10 people is going to be as much as can be in one room. And um, then there's going to be stage two, stage three. And the, I mean, we're talking about three to six months down the road. And I actually commend them for putting this together and saying, hey, governors, here is a guideline. This is what we need to do then. But what he does is this, right? Here, here's a, here's a prime example. Governor Cuomo should spend more time. And this is this morning should spend more time doing and less time complaining. And this is the motherfucker. That's always like do as do as I say, not as I do. I mean, he's the king of that. He's the king of that. Get, get out there and get the job done. Stop talking exclamation point. We built you thousands of hospital beds that you didn't need or use. Gave large numbers of ventilators that you should have had and helped you with testing that you should be doing. We have given New York far more money, help, and equipment than any other state by far. And these great men and women who did their job never hear you say thanks. Your numbers are not good. Less talk and more action. So <laughs> Cuomo this morning goes back and he says... Um, where did I write that down? Why do I have to thank him for doing his job? I, I'm going to second that. I'm going to second that. He's just, he does not have a, a, he is not, he does not have a single humble bone in his body. He always needs someone to pat him on the back and suck his dick and tell him he could see, I got upset. I got upset. I was just coming out and saying, Hey, I like the way he handled things. And then he goes on Twitter this morning. And he fucking does this stupid shit, you know? And then the tweets, he's encouraging the protesters and what are protesters doing? They're gathering in large crowds, social distancing. Do as I say, not as I do. Right. Then we're rolling out the commencement speech tomorrow with Mike Pence. Do as I say, not as I do. Large gathering. He doesn't need to be there. He could do that from the television. You don't really need to be there. You don't. Here we go. That Liberate Virginia and save your great Second Amendment. It is under siege. What does that do? That rallies up his base. Other text message. Literally right before that. Liberate Michigan. All, all loud, all caps, exclamation point. Liberate Minnesota, exclamation point. This is what I'm talking about. He enrages this fucking fire after he does something. He just cannot help himself. It's just what he does. And this is how he creates hate in our country when time he needs to unite. Oh my God, I'm getting fucking pissed. I'm getting, I, gotta, I gotta throw on some music in the background because I'm getting fucking mad here. I still haven't talked to my mom either. I still haven't talked to, I still haven't talked to my mom. I, I, I just can't talk to her right now. I just, this, this is what I'm talking about. Um... So yeah, the CDC director came out. He t- talked about. I, I, like I said, I I do like all of that. Um, it sounds like we're gonna have a new 30-day quarantine. Uh, the biggest, you know, people with the most problems, they need to go 14 days with the decline before they can kind of get into stage one and stage two. So I like all these little processes that are putting in place. I like that the governors are gonna be in charge. I like that the CDC director came out. I like that we have a um, 
an actual roadmap. I, I do like all this, but he needs a pat on the back. And like Kumo said, this is your fucking job, bro. And I and you know what? I'm gonna take a stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back here. He, he is about to be. This is why he's getting paid right now. You're gonna earn your motherfucking paycheck right now, homie. You're gonna earn your paycheck because right now this is the biggest um, crisis in mankind in our generation. And and this is where this is where heroes step up. And and for everybody listening here, I don't. It, to me, he's not a hero. He is not a hero. He does not even know how to fucking lead. He is a fake leader in my part. But he's there. He's doing some things. And like I said, I, I gotta. I'm a, I'm happy with the decision here. I'm happy with this process. Um, let me see some of my notes I have here. Yeah, his tone has changed. He needs a pat on the back. He needs a win. And this is his way to say, hey, we're gonna open up the country in these small states, right? They're not having a big outbreak. But I think it's the wrong. I, like he said, it's it's a it's a double-edged sword with him all the time. It's a, always a double-edged sword. He he's going to want to rush testing and question the process, and I do. That's my opinion. He's going to want to rush testing and question the process. And here's what Cuomo said this morning too, is that okay? Now we now what we want to do is start testing, 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 testing. However, there isn't a supply chain to do the testing the way they need to do it. These are private labs that you go and get these tests at. There's not some big fucking factory that Amazon has that they're just going to mass test a million fucking things. It doesn't work that way. Then in the federal government, they have bigger agreements and are able to push leverage more to people to say, hey, we need to do it on a mass level. So what is he doing now? Say, okay, we'll just let the governors take care of it. And when they fuck up, it's their fault. It's not our fault. I mean, you see that behind the scene. There's a little bit of smoke screen there. It's a little bit of a smoke screen there, but he still wants to control the conversation. He still wants to dictate how it comes out. And there's that power that he wants. He needs to be in. He's a control freak. I actually, let me write that down. He is a fucking control freak. Um, he's a control freak. And so um, the today on today's press conference, uh, um, press briefing, you know, I liked how they walked through the pro testing process. They, they gave us a lot of information. It was kind of boring, but a lot of information. Um, uh, so I, I did like that. Uh, Pence more ran the show today. And, um, you know, he did, did a little bit of QA at the end, but he didn't get in it. He didn't get in an argument with anymore, but basically he, he did get on Twitter and still was able to voice his opinion. And I'm sure the people that write that shit up for him are like, dude, please just read fucking the script. Please just read this script on here. Uh, but what really what upsets me is that, as I mentioned, the, the, these tweets, these, this encouraging protests, it just, it, if you're adding flame to the fire, people listen to what you say. You, it's just not graceful. It's just not. Um, the cases from the, when we last were on have gone up significantly. Last time I was on, it was at 625, went up to 650. Today it was at 675,000 cases. We were at, last time that we came on, we were at right around, I believe it was 25,000 deaths. And now we are at we are at twenty seven thousand deaths, and right now we're at thirty three thousand deaths. I mean, so this is just keeps going up and just keeps going up. Mm -hmm. um, I I can't imagine where we're going to be at next week. If we look at this state by state, and I'm I, I will bring that up for everybody too. If we look at this state by state in the United States, it's it's the top ten states, right? We have New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts is really Boston's hitting it hard. Michigan, Detroit's hitting it hard. Mass is at 35,000 total cases. 
Michigan's at 30,000 total cases. And like, this is just what we know of. This isn't like if they had an adequate testing, these numbers could be at least almost double. Pennsylvania just hit 30,000. California just hit 30,000. Illinois just hit 30,000. Florida just hit 25,000. Louisiana just hit 25,000. Texas just hit 20,000. Georgia's about to hit 20,000. So these are states in this next upcoming week that we're going to kind of begin to, everybody's going to be creeping into that 50,000, 75,000 cases. And this is where we're going to be praying to, praying, and I'm not very religious either, we're going to be praying that this isolation and this quarantine and not opening up back the economy is going to have some, is going to pay off for us as a whole. And I think people really need to understand that this until they have the vaccine, I mean, this is going to be the new normal, teleworking, telecommuting, um, you know, isolation, not, not large gatherings, not, not doing, and, and I all kind of want to, and this is something I want to talk about too. And, you know, in my opinion, what, what I kind of talked about before, when, when we first started the podcast, Trump of Lies podcast, is that we, in my, in my 30 some years of life, you know, I've wist, witnessed a few wars, Iraq war, the Afghan war, Afghanistan war, 9-11, which probably was the biggest thing I've experienced. I w- didn't live in New York. We're in the West Coast. We're actually recording from San Diego. And but we'd never been tested and I'm a huge history buff. And I always told myself, it was like, you know, we can't be so naive to think that we're not going to run across another world war. I didn't think that we were going to run across a virus though. Did not think it. And this is the first time in our generation and my parents' generation that we are going to be tested. Now my parents and their parents and their grandparents, they went through fucking tragedy, depression, where, where, where it was like, you know, little Timmy, you're going to wear fucking uh, your brother's clothes, hand-me-downs, and um, you were scared because your dad went to war and you didn't know if he was coming back. I mean, you're talking about World War One, Then you're talking about World War Two, Hitler? Hitler? This motherfucker killed... I mean, just genocide? Are you fucking kidding me? You know how many millions of people fucking died? The Great Depression between that time? I didn't even know. I didn't. Even, I mean, I knew about the Spanish flu, but I didn't put it in perspective. Think about that. And that, between 1910 and 1950, the shit they fucking went through, you know, and shit that we don't even fucking know about. We couldn't even fathom, the, you know, some of that. We couldn't even, we don't even understand it. Now we're about to be tested as a, as a, as mankind and see how we can come together. And God forbid when those numbers start hitting India and all the slums, Africa, these densely, these densely um, populated areas of people that are stacked up on each other that are poor. You're talking about, I'm talking about third world country poor. Where you live in the United States, we don't know what the fuck that means. Go to Mexico and you'll get a little bit of taste of it. But you're talking about something that could be uncontrollable in the world. And I think that's, you know, um, I, and I promised myself I was going to do a short one today. I don't want to be too negative. I want to just kind of start sending some more positive things on here. But this the, um, this could be, this is kind of goes to that question about why, why do you stop? The, why do you halt funding now towards who? Because you get a little irked or pissed off. The, the consequence is bigger than you. 
the consequence is going to be a domino effect to these third world countries. Now, are they're saying are other countries going to be able to step in and help out? Yeah, but not the way the United States can. Let's be real here. Let's get real here. I had to take a sip for the homies right there. RIP to everybody that's passed away. Um, you know, so what we need to do, you know, I think that we're, we are on, on the right path. Um, I Trump, I can't wait for the tweets, you know, and for everybody out there that's listening and fucking with us, make sure to email us all your favorite tweets, info at westcoastradio.tv. We can give you a shout out on uh, next week's podcast. Um, some of the, some of the subjects that I want to talk about, I want to do some more sound bites with arguing with some of his favorite, um, reporters. I mean, cause he has some classic arguments now. I mean, these arguments, <laughs> when he starts shushing people, when he starts shushing people, it is crazy. It is, it is, it is one of the most funniest things I've ever seen with the, the way he does it. He's a, he's a, he's a G up there. Like motherfucker, fuck you dog. Fuck you. But you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody out there. Um, did he? Did the people that are on the front lines right now? My my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in the medical field. I have a friend that works in LA, and she was telling me some shit, and I was like, "Wow, wow!" Like you know, and and uh, she's on the front lines, seeing it day in day out, and that's right there is scary. I I, I couldn't even imagine working. Um, in that field. Couldn't even imagine it. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. Let me play some sound bites for you. Um, I, I scared to go over the, the stats Monday when we get back on. And I think what we're going to do for the podcast, we're going to do it a couple times a week. I don't think we need to do it every single day unless he fucking just goes on a rampage and says some crazy ass fucking shit like this. By April, you know, in theory, when it gets a little warmer, it, it gets a little warmer. Miraculously goes away. Yeah, Macris goes away. Coronavirus, which is, um, you know, very well under control in our country. Yeah, no big deal. We, MBD, uh, as they say, MBD. Have very few people with it. The people are getting better. They're yeah, getting better. Hella and better. When you have 15 people, and the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero. Yeah, zero, bro. Uh, that's February 26th. That's right. a pretty good job we've done. Hey, that's that pat in the back. That's that pat in the back right there. That's that pat in the back, ladies and gentlemen. That's that pat in the back that he loves. See what we what do we guys say here? Vision that he says is all his. When somebody's the president of the United States, oh boy, the authority is total. Mine. After some Democratic governors Mine. pushed back. <laughs> that's my shit. That's my shit. Hold on, let's see, let's see this one. <laughs> one of his favorite movies. And I gotta say too, like CNN. And what I would really love to do is do a CNN versus Fox and put them up against each other. That'd be the funniest shit I ever that I could ever uh, ever think of right there. Uh, this this dude, I mean, he just, like I said, he just can't help himself. This is just who he is to the core. And for everybody that put him in, in power in this position, I mean, you guys signed the, you guys signed a deal with the devil. That's really what happened. You signed a deal with the devil. And this is, this is our, you know, consequence here is, you know, having someone that has no class and, um, he needs a, he ne always needs to be right. He always needs to be right. And so it, it, this is what, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. And I hope next week, let's just see what happens next week. Let's just see what happens next week. Um, we out this bitch. Work. And you can listen to full episodes on Spotify, SoundCloud at westcoastradio.tv.
scaring the living hell out of people. And I, I see it again as like, My oh, boy what's Trump with this new hoax? By the way, this program has always taken the coronavirus always, seriously. And always. And never called the virus a hoax. <laughs> oh, I, I like that, the more that music. This, the less there is to worry. Exactly. I was about to say the same thing. Uh, me Let too. Me tell you something. This virus should be compared to the flu. Oh, at worst, flip flopping. Flip flopping. Scenario, it could be the flu. So all the talk about coronavirus being so much more deadly doesn't reflect reality. Without Durr. the vaccine, the flu would be far more deadly. This is yet another attempt to impeach the president. I think she got fired. This, exactly, this, this, this she got fired. Trish Regan, she's out. She's not even on Fox anymore. In their wake. We're going to do a soundbite special. Don't you worry, guys. Now Fox News hosts say they've taken a have immunity to this virus. It's a new and that's virus. a whole new discussion. We're going to actually add, you know, immunity. You know, it's critical. That vaccine process is going to be crazy, this. ladies and gentlemen. We must test. There's going to be a bio. There's going to be a uh, bio firm war for all these biotechs. That is moving across the world from one hot spot to oh, another. Oh, is there? We're kind of laugh at it, but nothing to laugh at here. Mm -mm. By the way, this program has always taken the coronavirus seriously. Every day. And Every we've day. never called the virus a hoax. Whoa, we've never called the fucking virus a hoax? Yes, they did. Yes, like, they did. Oh, let's bludgeon Trump with this new hoax. I'm not oh. afraid of the coronavirus, and no oh, one else should be idiot. that afraid either. I am responsible for transmitting accurate messaging and information. I like the background music. I feel like I'm at the now, Nutcracker. I was pretty calm uh, before all this, but then I got a little less calm when people told me to stay calm. And the hate is boiling over. Democrats and their media minions are even trying to blame President Trump for the global coronavirus. Anything to attack President Trump. It's the Trump virus. What are you talking about? You, know, you mean I Barack Ebola? Barack Ebola? Oh, it's fucked up. Terrorist. There's no reason to panic at all. There's tons of hyperbole and speculation, none of which is helpful at all. The entire problem we're having. We have this, is these clips already up on our website, guys. This is fucking hilarious. I, I'm gonna just smoke a blunt and listen to this shit. It's scary. This Ebola crisis and this Ebola scare. You think America could be overwhelmed with Ebola? Absolutely. Are we freaking out too much? Oh, Most happening? people who have it have just mild symptoms. Correct. They're just sitting at home eating uh, soup. They have. Oh, that is crazy. Do you know what? My producer just sent this to me, and I totally forgot. I mean, back when the Ebola happened, I was like oblivious to that shit. I was there trying to fuck bitches, and <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I'm just more self-conscious, maybe older now that I'm more aware. But damn, I didn't realize Fox News was so fucking like Let's on the Ebola get shit. It's a disaster. And there's panic all over the country. The president needs more help in the public. This is them talking about Ebola and Obama. Oh, the they were Ebola on crisis. his watch ass. Watch the Democrats, watch the media. You start to feel like they're rooting oh, with the coronavirus. for coronavirus to spread. No, if you weren't. want Trump to fail, then you're scum. Because if Trump fails, people die. The no, I don't want him to fail. Disease. The panic is about the leadership. The president said that this disease wouldn't make it here. Well, then it did. And then when it got here, it wasn't going to spread. God, this well, fucking sound has. effects are epic. people trust our government as being competent. And it all really starts at the top. It starts, it starts at Obama. With Obama. That's Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Calm. He's been very cool. Do I want my president running around screaming like, we're all going to die? No, I love not. that he was like, "There's, we're going to be okay. Are we all just panicking about this? Should we just chill out and not worry about it? I'm just sick of a government that I'm paying for telling me not to worry, 
and just trust them. I think the president of the United States, by his lackadaisical attitude, this is, about Obama. is responsible if there is any hysteria. There is no need to panic like this Nancy is about Pelosi Trump. and Chuck Schumer want you to do. Anyone who is exacerbating the unease that the American people feel, shame on them. Mm-hmm. Reject Trump them. of Life this podcast. So and I'm on so West Coast angry Radio. now. 